Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. When you get an opportunity, check out the links in my description. Check out my Rumble videos as well as my international radio station. And, of course, if you'd like to support me, you can donate through my PayPal or my Cash App. And also, if you don't feel like just handing money over for nothing, you can, if you want to, buy a T-shirt or buy my book and you'll have something. And at the same time, support me all at the same time. Good stuff. Uh, earlier today, I was invited to go into Proverbs Guy's room by Adam Lohr, who was a former atheist, or at least called himself that, and apparently he has come to the conclusion that there is a God. For over a decade, I've had conversations with him, and I've always liked him, whether he believed in God or not. I liked his personality. I liked his attitude. Unfortunately for Adam, like many atheists out there, I think that he picked the wrong label for himself. I think that when a lot of people come to social media, they think that they have to be on a side or they have to wear a certain label in order to describe themselves. But unfortunately, with every label that you choose, it comes with some kind of burden to it for atheists as well as religious people. Some people believe that in order to be a Christian, you have to believe that the earth is a certain age. In order to be a Christian, you have to completely believe 100% everything that the Bible says as if it's reality, including the allegory stuff. That's right, there's some religious people that don't realize that some of the things that are in the Bible that are talked about are allegory. They're not meant to be reality. They're meant to be a metaphor or a story that's being told in order to give a moral lesson or an idea on how we should live our lives. Jesus Christ, one of the big names he was given, was teacher. And he used a lot of allegory in order to explain to us what it is that he was trying to get through on how we should do our life and all that. Stories like the prodigal son and so on, which, by the way, was mentioned in there. A lot of people think that if you're going to call yourself a Christian, I remember one of the most difficult things for me when becoming a theist was, can I live up to the name? Can I even be Christ-like? Can I even claim to be on that? Because you got a community of Christians out there who say that Jesus is God, and some people say he's a son of God and has a very close-knit relationship with God. And some people tell you that, if you don't believe this way, then you can't be considered a decent Christian. And there's a lot of unnecessary burden to it. There's nowhere in the Bible where Jesus Christ tells us that we have to believe that the age of the earth is this, or the age of the universe, or that we have to go along with some kind of scientific concept that conforms to the Bible. None of that. Jesus never claimed that the Bible was some kind of science book. He just gave us allegory and ideas and gave us what he felt that he could, we could understand. It's kind of like an adult. You don't want to hand over the, you know, the nuke code to a bunch of babies, immature and experienced that don't know what they're doing or they'll end up blowing everything up. That's the concern. Well, atheists, on the other hand, they also have a burden too. Nowadays, if a person thinks that they're, faith is lost or they are a former Christian coming into atheism, 
some people think that you have to be intelligent, that you have to be well-renowned when it comes to the understanding of science. Some people believe that you have to act a certain way or have certain behaviors. Some people believe that you have to be rude to other people who have different views and ideas than yourself. Well, I'm here to tell you that you don't have to have any of that. If you believe in God and you're trying to do the best you can in your life, then that's all it takes. God already knows what it is that you believe and think. And as far as atheism goes, you should just be yourself. You should say, look, it's possible there's a God out there. I'm not sure. But you shouldn't view Christians or Muslims or people of different faiths as absolute garbage or trash or stupid in some kind of way. There's no reason for that. In fact, some of you out there, you have wonderful family members who might be non-believer or might be religious. And if you come out on social media and you do like some of these big mouths do on the internet, you're going to make yourself appear inclusive. You're going to make yourself intimidating or annoying or bothersome for other people. Is that really what you want to do? If you want to be a Christian or be an atheist, do you really want to be the reason or to blame for hopelessness in someone's life? Do you really want to be the person that makes other people feel like crap because you might be right about something and they might not be? I think the best type of behavior we should be is that we should realize that we're all in the same boat and we are literally on the same planet floating a million miles per hour through space, dodging asteroids and meteorites like a damn Atari game. We're lucky to be here. And instead of fighting with each other, we should look at the true enemy, which is time. We should look at the true problem that we're dealing with in our society and try to work with each other as opposed to say, oh, this person's this political way, this person's this religious way, this person's non-belief that way. A lot of people, they don't think they have any options. They think, well, I can't be a Christian because I don't believe this, 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 and that. All Jesus requires for you to do is to believe in him, believe that he did the miracles, believe that he resurrected, believe that he died for your sins. These are the things that you're asked to do. These are the tenets. And it is assumed that if you believe in God, then good behavior will come along with it. You're not expected to be perfect. You're not expected to be perfectly on cue. You can try, as you might, to be Christ-like, but the truth is, is that no matter how much good you do, no matter how much love you show, the fact is you'll never be like Jesus Christ. You're not going to walk on water. You're not going to crush the serpent's head. You're not going to hang on a cross for the sins of mankind. And you're not always going to have the right thing to say like Jesus did. But you can try to do good. And that's all God expects from you. And as far as being a skeptic or an atheist, well, atheism unfortunately has become more than just lack of belief in deities. The truth is, is that whenever people look at atheists nowadays, because atheists have had such a terrible history throughout humanity, because of all the dictatorship, because of all the mouthy people out there who 
act narcissistic, calling people names, treating people like crap, trying to embarrass people in debates and discussions, religious people have been forced to the idea that if you're a non-believer, then most likely you're evil. You're going to do something mean. You're going to do something terrible that you're going to make them feel uncomfortable if they try talking to you. It's already hard enough to make real friends in this world. It's so hard to just be able to connect with another human being, even when they're supposedly believing some of the same things as you or agree with you on a lot of stuff. It's already so difficult. And if we keep pushing each other, we're only hurting ourselves. We could benefit from having a friend who doesn't always agree with everything that we say. We can benefit from having people around that may question things, but in a respectful, decent way. In fact, if somebody comes along and they question things and they bring things up that you might have thought about, maybe both of you can find a solution together. Maybe you both can find God together. Maybe that's the answer that you've always been looking for. Atheism describes something that people lack, what they don't have in their life. When you say you're an atheist, the classic definition is you lack a belief in deities. Okay, fine. But that doesn't really tell us anything about who you are as a person. Are you someone who cares about justice? Are you someone who cares about truth? Are you someone who's just looking for attention and who enjoys or gets off and making other people feel like shit? What is it for you? Do you want to know the truth? Do you believe that if there was a God, the universe would be better with God in it, where he's helping lead you through your life to good things? Or sometimes God allows us to experience bad things in order for us to learn from them. Jesus is a teacher. I feel so sorry for a lot of non-believers <clears throat> out there. I feel sorry for you because I remember whenever I thought that I had to be an atheist, whenever I lost faith in God, I felt like it was the only option I had. But I didn't sign up for some to be a part of some kind of group that was going to try to embarrass people or hurt people. I didn't sign up to be mouthy and tell people that they're stupid for what they think. In fact, I've always wanted to be able to get along with people. I wanted to make as many real good friends as I possibly could. And unfortunately, a lot of these labels have put some obstacles in front of me. So I suggested to people like Adam Lohr, I said, instead of calling yourself an atheist, since you're a person who is always looking for answers in the universe and always looking for answers whenever it comes to people having a soul and love and the value of life, why don't you call yourself what you truly are? And that's a truth seeker. See, a truth seeker could be a Christian or an atheist. It's a person who is looking for answers, who wants to understand the world, who seeks justice, who seeks what is right. A person who calls himself an atheist, that tells us what you don't have. It tells us about your absence from humanity. 
and what millions and millions of people believe, you, by label, disassociate yourself with tons of other people. You put yourself basically in the firing range. And of course, sad, sad to say, a lot of people get an idea that the same thing happened to Christianity. Idiots like Reverend Phelps and the God Hates You organization, their little bitty tiny church was looking for attention, and they did the whole I hate this, I hate that nonsense, and suddenly all Christians seemed to be signed up for that. Everybody said, now that's what Christians are about, and they're bad because of it. Stalin did a bunch of crap, Adolf Hitler did a bunch of crap, and now atheists are looked at like that. If you're going to keep the label, then you're going to find yourself constantly and consistently having to explain yourself why it is that you're a part of this muddy, messy, burdensome community or history. When you claim to be a Christian, unfortunately, everything that has happened for the past couple thousand years uh, between Christians and groups and all that, that's always going to get brought up with people. For some reason, that's important. Well, the same thing can be said about atheists. So it's best just to say you're seeking. You're looking for answers. You just want to know if God is real or not. You have questions. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it's perfectly natural to have doubts. It's perfectly natural to have questions. Just remember, you don't have to sign up to any of these clubs. You don't have to wear a label. You don't have to call yourself Christian in order to believe in Jesus. That's not a part of the tenet. I mean, it makes sense, the definition of it, sure, but a lot of people got a lot of weird ideas. It's the same with the Muslims. A lot of Muslims believe that their religion is about teaching peace and respect and love towards others. Then a bunch of friends group of Muslims decide to do a bunch of terrible things. And now the only thing that most people imagine when around Muslims is they're uncomfortable. They're afraid for their lives. They're afraid of what these people might do to them. Do you see what I mean? So it's best whenever, if you're a young person and you're trying to figure out your place in the world, don't be so quick to jump into something like that. Don't be so quick to say, yeah, Islam makes sense. I'm a Muslim. Christianity makes sense. I'm going to call myself a Christian. Uh, atheism makes sense to me, and I don't believe in any of this stuff, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into that group. Every one of you out there is unique in some way. Every one of you has your own level of where you're at and things. Not all of you are completely disposed to the idea that there isn't no God, and not all of you are disposed to the idea that God is just the answer for you. But if you jump into a group, you jump into a club, then you're going to have the weight of the world on your ass along with your confusion or wherever you're at in life. I know a lot of young people, you'd like to believe that you got everything figured out. I know that. I know a lot of young people, when the hormones are running and the testosterone, you just think you got the world all figured out. You got it by the nuts. But I'm going to tell you something about this planet. 
every day that you live as you get older and you see more stuff there's two things that are going to happen to you some of it's going to make sense and some of it's just going to be like what in the hell i just don't get it especially for people who've had very unusual experiences we also shouldn't be so quick whenever we're talking to people when they tell us about their strange experiences. We shouldn't just automatically assume they're nuts or they're crazy or they're woo-woo, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, all that. We should try to be open-minded, try to hear people out. You know, a long time ago when people were inventing a lot of really neat things, when they were talking about it or talking about their ideas of what they wanted to do, people thought they were nuts. People thought they were crazy. And nowadays, things like what people talked about 100 years ago seem very common and very normal. 100 years ago, a lot of the things that we do today would be considered miraculous. I just hate to see it. When I hung out with my friend Adam, who would label himself an atheist, I'd always known that he was different. I always knew that known that he was a good person with a good heart, that had a lot of ideas that were very theistic. He questioned as much as the most hardcore atheist, but he did it in a respectful manner. And it's probably because he's been such a good guy it's easy for him to get along with religious people and non-believers. But for whatever reason, at some point in time, it wasn't enough for him to just be a good guy, a good guy who was seeking the truth for himself. People had to push him, and they had to pressure him, and they had to force their crap onto him. But why? Why did that need to happen? It didn't. I don't know if anybody's going to listen or take my advice or suggestions. My entire hope whenever I make this video is that people, whenever they're Christians, you don't live with a bunch of guilt inside your life and regrets or wish you would have done this or that and just realize that God loves you for who you are. God's not loving you for something that he expects you to be. He actually loves you for who you are. You can't have, you can't call it love if you're going to claim that someone is loving you for the potential of what you might become. I guess in the case of God, he can love you for who you are and he can love the fact that he knows that you're going to become better than the version of yourself. But that's still a part of you. That's still you. But what can you be as an atheist, though? Can you become a better atheist? Can you ever be like a superior atheist? No. They only give you two choices in atheism, weak atheism and strong atheism. Weak meaning that you're not as accepting of the tenets as before. It's kind of a harsh word, isn't it? I don't know. I think we should all just strive to do the best we can. Put regrets behind us and continue to realize that God is going to love us just for who we are. A lot of religious people, unfortunately, you feel like there's only two options. If you don't exceed a certain tenets in Christianity, 
then you're definitely going to hell like that's the only option there is. Perhaps the other option is, is that God understands you, knows your heart, and if you're sincere and you're trying, that's enough. It's better to try than to not do anything at all. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a lot of people get off on hurting each other. A lot of people think it's funny. A lot of people think it's humorous. Some people feel more relevant and important whenever they dig a hole for somebody else and push them into it. I wish we could learn a way to get out of that, though, that way of thinking. God bless.